0: You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 46. This week's artist, Foo Fighters. Lo, this is a call to wind up the generator and run or walk ever long into the white limbo of life. But honestly, you should have known that these days it's a matter of time before your long road to ruin is on the mend. All my life, I see you outside la-di-da, learning to fly, running end over end, back and forth, but now break out. No longer be the pretender, you're in the clear because times like these, you need to come alive and find a new way home with the trio of hosts, Rob Heitman, Jacob Newkirk, and my hero, Jeff Stewart. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Dirty Dozen podcast, where we'll rank the Dirty Dozen or top 12 Foo Fighter song while discussing their music and pounding back a few brews and some whiskey. <laughs> I'm Rob. I'm Jake. And I'm Jeff. There we go. So, how has Dave Grohl And the rest of the Foo Fighters impacted the life, let's start with Jake, of Uh
1: Jacob Newkirk. (laughs) I didn't care much for the Foo Fighters when they came out. I actually didn't like them at all. But I think I I expect it to be more Nirvana-ish, as I think a lot of people did. It was just super poppy and light. And I didn't really get, and I was a 15-year-old metalhead at the time. So when that first album came out, it just was not in my space.
0: Yeah, and especially that big me is probably what
1: you'd probably hear uh, first, yeah.
0: <laughs> right, right off the bat, which totally. is uber pop. Right. Right. So it's just going
1: to gonna turn you off right away. But I think later on, I kind of got it and can tell that the aim is to make rock music that's kind of danceable. And and once you kind of get that and in that space, you can kind of mm-hmm. appreciate it more for what it is. And then when, when you start to see Dave Grohl as a person... And kind of the projects he's in and just his personality. You fall in love with that guy and then kind of just are a fan.
0: Yeah, that's not a nicer guy anyway, really.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: Mm. At least not music. Okay, Jeff. Um, and you.
2: I, I'm i the same. I wasn't a huge fan when they first came out because of, you know, it's like, oh, okay. And it's that almost punk pop to a, mm. to a point, you know, which yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of. But then when music changed and... Foo Fighters were the only rock band, or at least the only band that played with distorted guitars. It's like, well, I'm going to gravitate toward these guys because there's nothing else. Not that it wasn't any good. It just, they've kind of evolved. I mean, it's like you said, it's not Big Me anymore. Oh, yeah. It's actually a rock band. The first album, obviously, there were songs in there, but it was a little too punk. But once they've moved in to kind of more of the rock side, I think Taylor's helped with that. Yeah. You know, they even the one album, what is it, Clive Davis told him, well, he wanted Mm. to do the instrumental album. Yeah. And he's like, but I want to keep the rock. And Yeah, it was like echo, it was Silence, like, Patience, yeah, and Grace. They ended like, up doing all of do one. You can do both. Yep. Right? So, because you're the Foo Fighters, you can do what you want. <laughs> yep. You're Foo Fighters. I got to make sure I don't say the, the. <laughs> oh,
1: there's no ba- yeah, yeah, the. No no I've that. heard
0: David Grohl accidentally say the Foo Fighters. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there. But yeah, for me, I like their goofiness in the early videos. Uh, yes. It wasn't necessarily my favorite time for them, mm. but I did like, when you're watching on video, People not taking themselves so seriously. Mm. I enjoy watching people have fun. That was probably the only thing that gravitated yeah. me toward them at all mm-hmm.
2: was the videos. Just because, like, oh, they're they're dressing in drag, or they're doing a fake Mentos, Mentos commercials. Yeah. You know, it's it. That was like, okay, these they're not taking themselves too seriously.
0: The first album always reminded me of sort of Weezer ish.
1: Yeah, it's kind of in that yes, era. Which is but, my son's favorite band, so let's not talk <laughs> <laughs> not be mad at me. And then the name itself was just silly too, so.
0: Yeah. You're talking about Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Or I mean, Weezer Weezer, too. Weezer too. yeah. yeah. Weezer. Well, let's <laughs> not
0: make fun of asthmatics. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, it came about
2: with these people who hunted UFOs. Mm. Well, that's what World War II pilots yeah. called unidentified flying objects were Foo Fighters.
1: But he did say if he knew this was going to be his career, he would have named the band something <laughs> yes. else. Yeah. Stupid song. <laughs>
2: yeah. He used more
0: colorful language though yeah well he, well, he was Foo Fighters anyway like the, for the first album that was yeah. Him, everything
1: yeah it should have been called Foo Fighter then really. you know, exactly. Foo Fighter. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: Okay, before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing the songs we'll share in under 15 seconds of each tune, unless there Mm -hmm. is a specific issue or criticism that we may need to highlight, and then we may do a second clip. We've made Apple Music and Spotify playlists. Just search official Dirty Dozen on either service to listen to each of our lists in their entirety. This way, all the money for playing tunes will always head back to the foos. We have also made a current episode Dirty Dozen podcast playlist, which will automatically update with each podcast to the current podcast. So subscribe once and always be updated. Alright, before we start, we're recording this before their new album is coming out, which is Medicine at Midnight. This is really interesting. I don't know if you paid mm-hmm. attention to any of this. The album was recorded in a haunted house.
1: Oh, yeah, I did read some of it. Here's
0: this quote. I think it's just interesting to go through it. The Encina house was built, I believe, in the 40s and it's somewhat of a party house. Joe Cocker would go there and we had heard some other bands recorded there 25 years ago. We hadn't heard any of recordings, but apparently it was just amazing. So when we first came to see the house. The vibe was definitely off. This is Dave Girl speaking. Me channeling Dave Grohl at this point <laughs> as a medium. Uh, so <laughs> we knew that that would be a bit creepy. You know, some people believe in ghosts and some people don't. But when you walked into this place, it was undeniable that there were cold spots. You had the feeling in the back of your neck like someone was standing behind you. During the recording, we, re- we noticed weird open mic noises and missing tracks would just disappear on Pro Tools. We even set up a baby monitor and some, uh, some cameras to see if they can physically spot who was screwing with it. They were immediately greeted with things they couldn't explain on these videos. Then we found out the history of the house, and we had to sign a FN non-disclosure agreement with the landlord because he's trying to sell a place, so I can't give away mm-hmm. what happened there. But the multiple occurrences over a short period of time made us finish that album as quickly as we could. Dude, you me out. (laughs) I know. It was just kind of weird. What do you think of the two songs that are out so far? I liked them. You know, a couple of listens
2: through, but I thought they sounded good. They're continuing kind of where they've been for the past few years, I thought. Well,
0: Shame, Shame, I thought was a big departure. Well, yes. Okay. Because they're kind of going back and forth a little bit. It's almost like it was a loop. And there's minimal yeah, is. music yes. in it, pretty right. much, the whole thing. The big drum groove is kind of nice, but it's just the same.
1: Gets redundant, yeah. I was going to say, I, th- I feel like the song's too long. I liked it at first because it is a little departure, mm-hmm. but it's kind of... I mean, it's familiar with some of the other things they have ventured out to do. But yeah. but yeah, it gets a little redundant. It feels like it goes on too long. But I think that can be said with a lot of their songs, actually.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know. I'm assuming they're... They could they have a violin player placed with them sometimes. Yeah. But the way they get that sound, you know, it, it sounds like they're either playing a keyboard that does that mm-hmm. or has somebody actually picking the Well th- violin, don't they have both now
1: in the band, a keyboard and a Well not player? officially
0: in the band, but they have somebody who tours with them, yeah. I think in this
1: He's like an official guy. now. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. the keyboard player, oh, okay. oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. the uh, keyboard player, is the
0: keyboard player, but they have a violin player who plays with them sometimes. Which,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. To your point. It's like, it's, it's the only rock band now. So like they're, they're the stadium rock band. Yeah, so they're exactly. bringing out all the what stuff. Are we so can yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 And then get away with it. But yep. that's cool. In
0: case we need a quiet moment
2: in the concert, mm-hmm. let's let's throw something on the album. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Did you guys hear uh, no son of mine? Mm hmm. hmm. I like that one better, but that's me. too That's
1: why I should listen to. I was kind of bored with it. Really? I don't feel like it's a single.
0: No, no, no. I agree. It, I don't think yeah. it is either. You know what it reminded me of as weird? And I, I just said I kind of liked it, which is kind of, I'm going to challenge my, my
1: own <laughs> thought
0: Work coming up here. It reminds me the chorus of the song. Not the song, but the chorus, a little old school punk but a bit of the reload feel of metallic mm, oh no <laughs> you know what i mean it's that, that sort of i had that sort of weird vibe but i guess really? yeah i don't know i don't know the key the key vibe and in that's interesting and i may hear
1: that now that you mention it but yeah. i didn't and necessarily I like, pick well, up on it and you i mean, like the tacits. how do you mean like it's this kind of yeah it's uh, just the, the, forced the, contrived the,
0: no it's just the way that the guitar the music oh, set the, the, the physical tone okay. it reminded me of that just i like the okay. galloping intro i like a, a lot of things they have a couple tassets right before that riff comes on Love that stuff. I, I think know. I
1: was distracted by the video too. That like looping uh, all the color animation. That's where I first heard it. I like. Oh, see, so yeah, I do- was just listening. To it, so yeah, maybe I tainted. Oh, for
0: no son of mine. There's a video. I yeah, didn't see the video. But it's just for like that.
1: this animation that loops. So I just was in this trance, like watching this thing. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and you. I wasn't I, paying attention. And chance. you
0: bought some Bitcoin. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so let's start with the song of note everybody uh we're just going to go around we're going to do it slightly differently because we have three people i'm going to start with jake what is your foo fighters song of note
1: i kind of struggled with this one because i wanted to do a cover one of their covers that was really good and then i was trying to like dig even farther i won't even mention all the other like very six degrees of foo fighters that i could have pulled from but I end up going with the pocket watch demo to me that's really the um the root core of the foo fighters sound because it was i mean it was just dave Grohl just cranking out these tunes um in on this demo tape but i think it defines what dave Grohl sounds like and you can hear that as it permeates through all the, the albums from there but i i thought the pokey little puppy the intro song it's instrumental but it's still i feel like when you hear it you're like wow that just instantly sounds like what anyone would think is foo fighters
2: interesting you that, took a deep dive uh, i did is not it? oh okay no that's, i mean yeah
0: well i what think was, you can find it on youtube yeah i'm like because i'm like it ain't here just
1: put the pocket watch he always does this by the way yeah it's all <laughs> right good
2: <laughs> someone has to.
1: Yeah. Well, just the opening song pokey little puppy
2: that was great yeah
1: I mean we can keep going if you want no 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 no. it's it's a redundant song like it's instrumental yeah uh...
2: it's you're right on it's 100% Dave Grohl it's that
1: help me musicians
2: in the room but it sounds like a standard chord progression right and then but he's got this other things kind of going behind yeah you know so it's got that poppy bit of the it's recognizable with the chord progression, so, but I'm doing all this other stuff.
1: And his his style of like, just like the open yeah, chords uh-huh. and just like whatever, it's kind of droney, right? It sounds like down tuned. Um. Well, he does, he does drop D quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And then the drums Seattle. just sound like they roll. Yeah. But yeah, the whole demo is interesting. It's not good all the way through, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of, it just kind of shows how you're just starting it out. And, and obviously, unless I can find
0: that online, which I may be able on Spotify and or Apple music, uh, we'll give you guys a link to the YouTube for that one. Okay. Great. All right. So, uh, Jeff?
2: So, my song of note, I went back and forth on this song and another song. I'm like, what am I going to do? So, it was actually Bridge Burning. Oh, good. I like you that know. song. You'll see what my number
0: 12 song is, but I thought Bridge Burning was j- just just didn't make it in. Oh, right, yeah. Bridge Burning for me was really close to making it. Yeah. It's not on your list, is it, Jay?
1: No, but it's great energy, good upbeat yeah. rocker. To It's the opener, right, to um, Wasting f- Light? Right. Yeah, it's the first song. In the album.
0: I
2: like it. It's upbeat. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a good song. It just... You know, they have twelve stronger songs in my
0: opinion. <laughs> I love that sort of feel, mm-hmm. you know, the monster chorus, the kind of yep. pulls you in right off the bat. It's a like, great mm-hmm.
2: sounding album. I remember the first time I heard this was on an airplane coming back from Germany, so I was half asleep. But when I heard it, but it just jumped out at
0: you the way it was recorded, mm-hmm. so it stuck out to me. It was a great way to start off that album. I thought, yeah, yeah, no, it's a great tune. Let's listen to Jeff's song, "No Bridge Burning" by the Foo Fighters, off of Wasting.
2: Light.
0: Sorry, I just wanted to hear that for a minute. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's a, a great song. It's
2: a great sounding album.
0: You know, Butch Vig did an
2: amazing job. Yeah. It, not a lot of dynamic range in it, but that wasn't what they're going for.
1: I love that it was recorded. Analog in Dave girl's garage. Yeah. Too.
2: Well, that, I think if you did, you guys see the documentary Sound City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the analog desk that they bought from that, I think, is what they recorded this on. The Neve. The Neve. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Mm. Couldn't remember Rupert's <clears throat> name. Yeah. This is the first album I think they recorded on that. That's, yeah, that's amazing. I'm still wondering what he paid for that thing.
0: And and speaking of you know these sort of documentaries that they're involved in, mm-hmm. they did this thing on HBO. And they did an album from it oh, yeah. mm-hmm. called sonic highways mm-hmm. and i have the whole thing and it's brilliant if you haven't seen it because each of the songs talk about the music scene in a specific town right so for my song of note one of my favorite songs on there and one of my favorite people who we had guest star on there mm-hmm. is zach brown and the name of the song is congregation you're gonna pick this one yeah. yeah the lyrics highlight the history of the city keynotes of the episode and all that stuff uh, they're singing like a Bluebird in the Round, which is mm. the Bluebird Cafe yep. in uh, Nashville. Nashville. Zach Brown knew Dave Grohl from the Grohl sessions. Dave Grohl produced a Zach Brown album. Mm. Really? They ran into each other at the Grammys, and he's like, hey, we need to do something. And it's okay. And Zach just called him up out of the blue and asked him to produce them. He met him, but, you know, he doesn't know his music. And he's like, when he got there, the first time he sat down at the desk, he's like, I've never heard your music before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even bother listening. But but he loved it. it. But he loved it. And they
0: they tied up really good. But congregation, great tune. And congregation isn't really necessarily a church congregation. There was some part in it Mm. where you have to have true faith and no false hope in there. It's more about in yourself as a musician trying to find a place in Nashville, mm. you have to have faith in yourself, but no false hope that you're just magically going to be signed because right. there's people who there have been working for years, better than anybody you've ever seen, but they just haven't hit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool keys in the interlude, uh, really like the great hooks in this. Definitely a different feel from the Foos, and this whole album was sort of a different feel, but they really were doing a song a week and popping mm-hmm. it out so wow yeah. it's just amazing they did that so let's take a listen to my song of note congregation off of Sonic Ivis now
1: my is in your Sing in all
0: right that's my song of note congregation nice. Nice. So, let's jump into all of this. Let's start with Jeff, your number
2: 12. My number 12. So, remember, I was going back and forth between this and Bridge Burning. I figured I had to just from a nostalgic reason. So, it's Big Me. Okay. (laughs) Right? It had to go in there just because of that Mm. first album. So, I put it in because it's on most people, you know, Foo Fighters. Yeah, I remember just watching the the whole thing. The video's great. You know, it's a... Kind of a goofy song, but it was almost like it was written for that video because it goes perfect, right? If it was just yeah. a standalone or maybe them on stage rocking out to Big Me, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have fit, worked, right? Yeah. It wouldn't work. But,
0: you know, it's... It, it kind of made them look like not so serious and it also made them get pelted with Mentos yeah. for, for they, a couple they years. They stopped playing it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we don't want Mentos hitting us anymore. Like, it hurts. <laughs> it's like getting it in the pebbles. And he actually wrote this while he was with Nirvana.
2: Yeah, that first album, there was quite a few that he did, I think, Yeah, but he didn't want to give him the Kurt because it's like, you know, doing a painting and then giving it to Picasso in his mind, you know, so it's like, I'll
0: just hold these off to the side. (laughs) I don't know why Dave Grohl would be, you know, shy about sharing this song. uh, If you listen to how he describes it, quote, "Uh, girl meets boy, boy falls in love, girl tells him to F off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, great song. Very clean though. It doesn't have that like dynamic shift that we kind of get to know Not from at the at all. from the food. Right. Zero. that's why too, because it's so different, right? I mean, now they, they've done
2: that since you know first album was this the second single or the first single? I can't remember which one. I mean, it, they pretty much came out of the box with this. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Which is why Jake and I didn't like him when they mm-hmm. first came out.
1: But. Yeah, this is one of the reasons. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's kind of that jingly pop sound that just i mean listening to the lyrics now and you're kind of like, oh, that's actually a good love song you know right. you're right but other than that it's just and, and then the video was kind of humorous but i think paired with the the song and the sound i just was turned off entirely it's but,
2: almost like before it even this existed he was trolling us
1: yeah right
2: it's almost like hey i'm gonna throw this I out See is- so what you guys think like you know it's that's, almost like he was that's trolling true. us yeah. right like <laughs> i'm gonna throw this out there this isn't really who we are but i'm going to because i was, got away with I, was a, I was a drummer in Nirvana, so i'm gonna throw this <laughs> on now
0: right Oh, you're ready for Smells Like Teen Spirit? How about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: This is what I am now. It's was a drummer in Nirvana, and now I'm doing this. <laughs> I, go. I got hit in the head, and now I've completely changed what I'm doing.
0: All right. Let's listen to Big Me, Jeff's number 12. Well, I it, on I'm going to play this just for a little bit longer, because I want to see Jake suffer for a little bit longer. <laughs> I like it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. The 15 year old Jake didn't like it. Yeah. I'm making you suffer. Does anybody else have this on the list, by the way?
1: No. no I still I, don't, I don't like either. it that much. Yeah, <laughs> didn't put it on. Like that. <laughs> no, that's okay. Again, I just hit it up the middle. No, it, it was on my original list but yeah, and then you clearly it got out. pushed
0: yeah, yeah. out yeah, yeah once you started digging in it's like no 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 just because you started with the first album yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the top six songs on the first well, album it's actually yeah. funny
1: because i think it was in 2002 or three i made a, a mixed a best of my own food fighters tape like i took all mm. or cd i took all my cousin's cds and made a best of and that was on there so, so it, it right. mixed it so i just pulled that from the shelf i still have it and i just <laughs> this was my starting point oh okay. i used that to uh, nice there you go. yeah
0: so you're really going after what your your 15 year old self was into or 18 yeah. year old whatever. Well, at or whatever. that point I was like 20. But like, can we do
2: something? Can we stop mentioning you were
0: 15 in 1995? <laughs> would just
2: make me feel better. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank
0: you. We're still younger than Dave Grohl, just by a little bit. he's 51. Oh, he is. No, okay. So we're about <laughs> the same age as some <laughs> of us. Sorry. <Ish. laughs> All right. So my number 12 is off of the One by One album. The video for this may be the most uncomfortable out of any video they've done. And it's with Jack Black and Dave Grohl meeting up as rednecks going into a hotel room and then putting on women's clothing and trying to molest each other. The song is low, Mm -hmm. great tune. I love like the second half of the verse progression just kind of seems a little dissonant. Once you get used to it, it's good because I think it goes like G minor B flat C and then it's F sharp B flat A. So it's just, it gets that kind of rough well, guitar players love those flats and sharps, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just <coughs> the whole thing. And then maybe it's a drop D. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds a little off, but it sounds great. And it's a really aggressive song, almost like a machine roaring sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Besides the video, it sort of reminds me of sort of almost an older sound garden. A mm, little yeah.
1: bit. I'll be the little of Jesus that. Christ pose. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's got that really kind of heavy Seattle sound. Yeah. But it's more of a, not a Nirvana sound. It's more of a heavy. What comes so this off? This is off of One, one by One. one. one this by is one. actually yeah, yeah. this is actually the first album I physically bought by them. Hmm. Uh, this, same with me. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I was probably forty eight at the time. <laughs> that Jake. was that one was so last I'll... week. Yeah, yeah. I it, Jake. No, unfortunately, it's probably it came out. <laughs> oh,
1: it is on my list. And oh, I'm it's on your list. It's not yeah. on mine. So if you want to talk for a sec, uh, like you said, it's that groovy tribal fast kind of drum beat that hooks you right away. And his vocal delivery is kind of sultry, too. Maybe that kind of pairs well with the creepiness, sex vibe of the video. It's an all-around killer track, and I think it's overlooked often, so I'm glad it's on there.
0: Apparently I overlooked it. (laughs) Let's listen to "Low" off of One by One. This is my number 12.
2: All right, that's my number 12 low. Yeah, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. And it does have a Jesus Christ pose right? to it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now that you pointed out the song garden, and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it just sounds just, exhausting. Just jumped out. But right,
2: Matt, Matt Cameron and Taylor remind me of each, like they're keeping mm. time, right? But they're doing all the other stuff. It's almost like a Keith Moon type thing, yeah. where they're keeping time, but they're doing other stuff in the, the background. Just yeah, that yeah, set yeah. them
1: apart, those accents. Exactly. Yeah, which, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, it sounds exhausting on drums. <laughs> yeah you would know it does I, I, yeah. yeah jesus
2: christ post sounds like you would have a heart attack yeah halfway through that thing oh
0: <laughs> all right all right jake what's your number 12
1: picked one off the uh debut album Foo fighters and i went with weenie beanie not just a great heavy distorted guitar sound but the sort of vocal parts pair well i think and and showcase kind of the clean vocal parts nicely that come later but the highlight to me in this track is that breakdown riff. To me, it, it sounds like it could be on a Melbourne zone, and, which would make sense, kind of that Seattle yep. derivative stuff. But yeah, kind of satisfies the metalhead in me.
0: Yeah, this got a lot of kind of pushback, this song, because it has the one line in the song, one shot nothing is in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people, obviously, this is the first album, post Nirvana, thought it was referencing
1: oh kurt yeah kurt. the dude oh, can't get away saying. from all that he
0: can't no yeah, he, actually, he actually wrote it in 91 so this is before the suicide mm. anyway you know how
2: it goes it's a good song <laughs> i don't i'm not in a major rock band <laughs> where the lead singer
0: died i have no idea what that feels like <laughs> no that's true you weren't I wasn't that wasn't you i thought that was, was you i'm sorry not i don't that's, mean to insinuate give me a, give me a couple of weeks but <laughs> <laughs> to gravitate to the insinuation that I yeah. was making. I apologize. That's all right. All right. So, uh, let's listen to Weenie Beanie. This is Jake's number 12. Assuming nobody else has that on the list. I do not okay. have it on my list. Let's take a listen. Just disc. It's sort of a bleach meets incesticide. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, very much so. makes sense that that would make your list because you said you were looking for that Nirvana sound. And that album, that one definitely has that. That's pretty much Uh it. And especially like the earlier Nirvana, the Mm. sub-pop stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, I approached this as what would Kurt pick? He was definitely going for Kurt's. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Kurt's sound,
1: his vocal sound. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's go to our number 11. And I believe I'm going first this time. So my number 11 is off... Of concrete and gold, mm. my mm. only uh, concrete and gold. I don't think I have anything on there. And the name of the song is "Run." Number one, the video is amazing. The whole idea of the video is they were feeling old, and, mm-hmm. and Taylor said, "Well, we can dress up really old and like rock out in an old age home." And that's kind of what they do. And, yep, the, and the old age people go, they go crazy. It reminded me of that run prank. You ever see those run pranks on YouTube? Initially, you know, they what they have is they have like a guy dressed up like in a Saudi outfit or something with a backpack, and he'll look around and he'll take his backpack off and throw it at people (laughs) as if it was a bomb or something. And then he run, it It was really big for a while. So, the clean arpeggiated guitar in the beginning, building with forceful drums into explosive guitar, it's kind of their thing, nice riff, aggressive attack. And then the song takes that turn, the rats are on parade, it all of a sudden turns into almost a ministry type of throw Hmm. and more actually more white zombie more I think about it. But that sort of throw in there that changes and I love it. It's fantastic. So, uh, the guy who did their makeup Mm -hmm. for this video Mm -hmm. was actually in the thriller video. He was in the video? He He was a zombie who lost his arm okay anyway i thought that was <laughs> kind
2: of sort of interesting because i think was it frank baker did the makeup for for thriller i'm old jake you were <laughs> two at the time when that video came out thriller is with this guy back yeah. in yeah. no i remember i used to put um blood capsules in my mouth yeah your mom played it and in the crib in front of the mirror <laughs> i'm sure you did so did i but i was you know yeah, 17 at the time
1: <laughs>
0: i thought it was a great thing i really loved it i loved it and thrilled I love tendon
1: is that how I sounded <laughs> it <in>, did <in> too <laughs> alright let's
0: go uh, Run Off a of Concrete Gold my number 11 we okay that's Run nice hey, soft little run. song
1: that's cool. This yeah. was the the one with the old people, right? The, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But Buddy, I went to high school with, filmed this one. He's a cinematographer oh, now, nice. nowadays, and he filmed this one. And he also did, um, Dave Grohl did like, a, I think it was called Play. Like, he did a 20 minute song, and he he also filmed that whole one oh, shot. Oh, that's thing. great. Yeah. It was
2: him playing everything, right? And he kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, really? Oh, and wow. if he screwed it up, he'd have to start he started all over. started, yeah, over. started yeah. all over, and he played yeah. all the answers. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. And he said, Brandon was like, yeah, it's just surreal to sit there in front of him and like follow him with this camera the whole time. And,
0: yeah, I was playing that video last night, and I showed my daughter. See, look, he plays every instrument. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can play. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yep. Sure. All right, Jake. <laughs> what's your number eleven? Eleven. I went off of uh, color and shape, and I went with Monkey Wrench. And I have a feeling maybe you guys might. That's know that on I my list there. as well. It's on my list. Jeff, how you kind of said that the pop punk sound, a lot of that stuff kind of turns me off. with mm-hmm. The Foo Fighters. Yep. This one though, there's something that's super hooky that I couldn't deny. Um, it's more of like I think the power punk kind of with that wide open chord rocking out song because it's such a catchy song and it's that earworm. I just had to throw it on you.
2: I have a best of kind of that I have just my music, not Foo Fighters, but everybody. It's Mm -hmm. a few hundred songs and this is on there, but it's always one of those songs that I kind of skip. Yeah. It's like, it's.
1: It's good. It's good. You don't always
2: want to. Yeah. It's so I I have the same vibe with it. It's like, yeah, this is a really
0: good song, but it's that pump, punk pop that I'm not. Yeah.
1: A super fast yeah, that's what turns me off right. yeah
0: this was taylor's first video with the foos that he was on at all oh really i love the tune the sing-along chorus the bridge is impressive
1: oh yeah yeah His one breath uh vocal delivery. yeah he says he
0: yeah. when he does it live he has to actually take breaths boo i know but he's just like he, he said it's almost impossible for him to do live oh well, it's 50 you want He's 51, yeah. Well, (laughs) now, I guess. At that age. But even there, you know. (laughs) He ended up really having to go search in the beginning of the video for this thing. Mm -hmm. They had a a lounge version of Big Me, like a Muzak that he had to (laughs) try to find. You mean Big Me? Uh, What what did I say, Big Mac? Big Mac.
2: You said Big Me, but you said a lounge version of it. And I'm like, you mean just Big Me. You're you're being redundant. Big Me is a lounge version of (laughs) Big Me. No, no, no. But (laughs) it's
0: like a whole like elevator music and he went and searched and had to pay like multiple people to do it. You know, he's such a perfectionist. Yeah. But yeah, love it. In the video, the interior place where they shot was where Nirvana did uh, Teen Spirit. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Go figure. There's a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, Warehouse somewhere. Right. <laughs> That's what it is. Where the cheerleaders They don't look there. the same. I yeah. don't know. All right. <laughs> Let's listen to Jake's. This is your 11? 11, yeah. Monkey Wrench, okay. That's Monkey Wrench.
1: I love that down picking in the, the yeah. verses.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's cool. I love that sort of. Just the overall feel of that song, I like quite a bit. I like how tight it is. It's with tight in the, the start and stops,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yep.
0: When people do that, and you know they do that live too. So it's just hitting that right spot. And it's yep. just like, yes. They know what they're doing.
1: Maybe I should have put it higher. Huh?
0: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <higher. laughs> the song's actually about the disintegration of his marriage to Jennifer Youngblood at, at that time. And, mm-hmm. and that actually had a lot of things to do with Pat Smear leaving the band. Yep. Because he took Youngblood's side in the divorce mm. and he was friends with her too and yeah. and Dave cheated on her. Then they had such a bad relationship for a while and Smear left the band. They try to make it mm. in the documentaries look like he was just tired of being on tour. But he was, there were some issues was, going on. Uh, there was on.
2: underlying stuff in there too. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> so, Jeff, what's your number 11?
2: My number 11 is, again, off the first album. Okay. This is a call. It's just one of those, it's off the first album. It is a good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has it on this list. You guys
0: probably stayed away from the first album, but I couldn't shun the first album. This is probably like 14 or 15 for me, yeah. but Same. it was something that was on my list at a point when I did Same this. Same here,
1: yeah. Right. When I first heard it, um, it just sounded. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Big Empty, or not Big Empty, Big Me. <laughs> Big Me. <Right. laughs> it's another sales band, but it just was that kind of turn off thing of where it uh, it just didn't. It didn't hit me. It was kinda Again, of, it didn't
2: sit well with me at the time. Yeah. But looking back, it's like all totally. right. I and I'm in the same place. It, yeah, now you know. I can go
1: back and listen to it. It's kind of nostalgic and it's it's a good song. The lyrics are kinda of nonsensical, but uh it's, Again, it's a I'm good not song. a lyrics
2: guy, so that's fine with me. I'm more mm-hmm. of a melody, so you well know, Dave says that the verses mean
0: nothing, but the chorus means everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a wave to everybody I've ever played music with, people I've been friends with, all my relationships, my family. It's a hello and a thank you mm-hmm. in a way. So that's kind of how we looked at it. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to Jeff's number eleven. This is a call—the lead song off of first the first song. I am. The first song many people heard from the Food Fighters.
1: Yep.
0: Venison is good it is mm-hmm. it almost has
2: you know it starts out with that big me vibe and you're like oh geez here's another one yeah but then it kicks in and it fills in a great mm-hmm. right?
1: no I agree it was, it was really close on my list too yeah. and it just kind of got nudged out they did have that big me sort of feel
0: alright mm-hmm. uh, Jake what is your number 10
1: I did another uh, color and shape song called Wind Up this one to me sounds very Nirvana-ish it's super catchy chorus with the vocal melody that girl does so well and great lyrics and what is wrong with this animal I'm terrible just sung so well
0: No, it's a a good tune. Yeah. It's interesting. During the bridge, he uses this term and he calls it a paramania. He kind of makes this word up, (laughs) (laughs) which is obsessed with the paranormal is what he calls it. Paramania. He coined a new term. So let's listen to Jake's number 10. Is it on yours? No, it's not. (laughs) not on mine. (laughs) All right. Let's listen to Wind Up off of The Color and the Shape from 1997.
1: That's hey, wind up. And I may be wrong, but I think Manimal might be a, a tip of the hat to Pat Smear's old band, The Germs. They had a song called "Manimals." So. Oh, okay. oh, okay. But I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. could be that TV show. That awesome oh, TV show. Oh, maybe that.
0: Idea. Manimal. <laughs> Wasn't there, I think it was like CBS back in like a, a long time ago. Jake was four. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Dave Grohl, so he would remember yeah, you know, Manimal. Of course he would, <laughs> because
2: he's an old man. <laughs>
0: All right, what is your uh, number ten? Monkey wrench. Oh, monkey wrench! Mm. That makes it quick. That was Mm. an unexpected jump. Okay, good. So mine are kind of close. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, that's really close. Oh, I should have put it higher. Not much higher. (laughs) Good. Speaking of songs that I had to throw on here, this song is a song that is really catchy. in, In all fairness, it's another one of those goofy videos they did. It's off of their 1999 album. There's nothing left to lose. Mm-hmm. It's a song called "Learn to Fly." Mm-hmm. Does anybody else have it on their list? Much yeah. higher, much yeah. higher. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. I figured most of you had it on there. Such a strong tune. I had included. Written well, musically and lyrically. The video is among the best of their catalog. I think the bridge even soars in this thing. This is the first with Taylor, right? This album. So yeah, it's the first with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they had a video going on with "Learn to Fly." They had uh, a thousand drummers, vocalists, guitarists in oh, Italy yeah,
1: saw that.
0: playing that oh, yeah. and a singing in people. unison because yeah. Yeah. they were trying to get them to come back to the. To and they back. did. And they did. Of course, they did. And they did. And they cool. gave some no, uh, passes to people. Actually, did it. And uh, of course, this actually hit n- number nineteen in the Hot 100. So that's a big number for them. It's their second highest one. again a great video making fun of themselves or not taking themselves too seriously. And I love right? that like Dave girl is like seven people in the video. He's, uh, yeah. He's a little yeah. girl
2: and he's the pilot. Who's, you know, he's a little, good
0: actor. You
1: could tell it, he's totally, like, a, yeah, but yeah. exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, he's
2: in like, that cheesy sort of, uh-huh. yeah, he's a pilot who's still sick questioning his sexuality, you know, trying to figure stuff out. The
1: gay stewardess and the the obese lady. And that's right. It wasn't the flight attendant. Excuse excuse me,
2: me. please. Let's try and keep this as PC as possible. (laughs) I'm already walking the line.
1: (laughs) But it's funny because lyrically it's seemingly a serious song, but again, it's kind of making light of it so much. Because I think these are some of the best lyrics in my opinion. I've always really liked the lyrics in this song. And yeah, funny video with the Tenacious D guys in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's
0: right. That's right. Yeah, they were—they poisoned the coffee, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some correlation to airplane, right? The movie. Yeah. But I don't remember that part in the movie. But yeah, there's some they, there's some drugs in the uh, the coffee, but the band didn't drink coffee. They drank booze, so they weren't uh, affected by the. Yeah, exactly. they were fine. Right.
0: All right, let's listen to "Learn to Fly," my number ten. Okay, that's Learn to Fly, my number 10. Great song. Actually, uh, there was a quote that I didn't mention based on you guys placing it so high. You don't appreciate uh, it. <laughs> this is a Dave Grohl quote. Actually, it's one of my least favorite songs on this record. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not of his catalog. <laughs> really? But on this record, on this catalog. For me, it got overplayed and I think that was my problem it did it. But, but it's I, it it's still
2: my last and the drumming on it, it I mean, jake you can you know, when he does that
1: yeah the off with just
2: on the on the upbeat or whatever Those it is little yeah. nuances exactly. that kind of
1: stand out a bit
2: yeah okay what's your number nine <laughs> my number nine is okay i'm done with the first album now i'll stick with it only because they do it so done. much and so often i had to tip my hat to the first album i just had to mm-hmm. i mean dave recorded it in five days running back and forth between you know different studios, you know do the drums and then tell himself off and run into the guitar part and then sing a vocal. So I'm leaning toward sticking around. I like it. It was different than the other two songs. I just like the way it kind of it rounded it out.
1: Yeah, this song I heard it yesterday in the car. I turn on the radio and this right. just comes on. And yeah, exactly. it, It's not one that I ever skip. It's just it's, it's a, it's yeah, a exactly. really good. To, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the first uh, Foo fires video, right? With that the virus, the coronavirus, floating around. I well, thought <laughs> it was the
0: coronavirus. Well, it might have been. they their they really time. time.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a really well-written song and great melodic vocal. And yeah, I ripped off some drum fills from this oh, really? song myself yeah. plenty of times. So yeah, yeah it's it, it's on my list. And um, is it a little yeah, higher up? It's yeah, okay. but it's a good one.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. They had the chorus, "I don't owe you anything," mm. which obviously made people think of Kurt oh, they giving the middle say, finger uh, there. But actually, it was more Courtney yeah, I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> exactly. A,
2: this is, they, were, they were in the legal battles at this time, I think Or right yeah, out, they right, were. right around Or yep. she was talking about it And they were back and forth And yeah, it's awful
0: Yeah, so. they all came out okay Well, maybe Courtney didn't, but Dave's <laughs> fine
1: That's all that matters Yeah,
0: Dave's fine Alright, so let's listen to I'll Stick Around Jeff's number nine I don't care, I don't I don't care, I don't care Care, care for the song I don't know you anything I don't know you anything I don't know That's stick around Jeff's number nine My number nine is mm-hmm. off of Wasted Light The name of the song is These Days Mm -hmm. Does anybody have that on the list? Nope. Mm -mm. No. Okay. Uh, Guitars and vocals started off. The breakdown is emotional in this song. The vocal delivery at the end is so strong. I sort of wish the song ended on a down dynamic because he goes into the Mm -hmm. down dynamic coming into the, after this big build, big build, and he goes into the end. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then it comes and hits again hard at the end. But I think that's more for the live setting. Do you know why he did that? Because you wanted the opposite.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It's like, Rob's going to want this to end on the band, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, but I, it's a great tune. I quite like it a lot. The video is more of just like a uh, concert video, so it wasn't that
1: craziness. No Jack Black in this one. No Jack Black in this <laughs> no. one.
0: And it's just more of a straight ahead. Who's rock do, and roll. Kickapoo. <laughs> kickapoo? What's, what's Kickapoo's? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's listen to my number nine these days.
1: That was my number nine these days. It kind of sounds like Bowie in the beginning on the, in the vocal delivery. Yeah, exactly. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think of
0: that before. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not quite Bowie, but... No. No, it's
1: but it, it had girls, a
0: vibe. It had a, vibe. a vibe. Yeah. All right. Jake, what's your number
1: nine? Oh, my turn. I did number nine, didn't I? No, Jeff started. Mine was low. So oh. yours. Oh, low. You did yeah.
0: not do that. Yeah. You did not do that. But so, you did it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, so my number nine <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> your number two oh, low. Okay. Oh,
1: Your low is too low.
0: <laughs> my number eight is a song <laughs> off of One by One, times like these. Mm-hmm. Love the catchy crunch that grabs you from the beginning. And yep. the main riff yep. brings it together nicely. The riff adds some interest between the lines of the verse where it shows up with the vocal stop. It's just, it's really kind of cool. And once Mine's again,
1: higher. It's higher? Okay. Yeah, hmm. mine's higher. I don't like this song at all. Oh, you don't like <laughs> you it know, at, not at all? You know, not even in your list? No, it's not on my list. But it may have been that we talked about it being overplayed. Because um, it's, it's an earworm. It, it's catchy.
2: I had to take that out. Super all catchy. the overplayed pieces. I had to just yeah, take
1: it out. It was hard. But whenever i hear that song i don't want to hear it i'll it's skip not it the song time. okay yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah. well they did the whole coronavirus thing recently that was for the coronavirus release relief Re- release they released the, they virus. Released the virus so they the, released it it's, it's dean's fault the the coronavirus here. relief how did that go uh did it relieve <laughs> us all coronavirus <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it was it was for people who were suffering from it they did a, a big relief I fund get, for I it i didn't get my check and they had a lot of different <laughs> people who uh is yeah, that coming? Yes. Who do I call? I don't know. Is there a letter I write? or but there, is there were a people who, who did it, and there was this big thing on the internet. I don't know how much they made maybe a couple hundred dollars that probably didn't get your piece. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a couple waiting. Hundred. On it. Uh, I'm sure go, they.
2: I, check, I didn't check the mailbox today. I should go check it.
0: <laughs> it may have been millions of dollars, but there's billions of people in the world, so there you go. This song upset yeah. Dave Grohl because George Bush's presidential campaign. He used the song. Get over it, Dave. He got paid, yeah. though. Yeah, he got paid, and he started campaigning for uh, John Kerry. Yeah, he was on yeah, tour. That, that right, was right. how he, he got yeah. into that. He was pissed at that. He said, what can I do? I don't want to just pull it like everybody else does. I'll just go work for Kerry. There you go. So, uh, And I'm good with that. That's great. Good. All right. So let's listen to times like these. All right, times like these. I really like that song. Yeah, it's a good tune. Yeah, my entire up to list. I think,
1: like, everything but the chorus. I think that's when it turns me off.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. I've been really living on YouTube recently mm-hmm. and listening to their concerts. Mm-hmm. Like, every concert they have that they've taped that's available online. And it's just, it, it, I just kind of have it on in the background a lot. Right. And yep. this is there all the time. It kind of pulls it in and you see the show and you see the audience reaction and you see the, that infection. So I kind of to that too, though, is they like playing it. Yeah. That's why it's played in every transfers.
1: Well, too, when they have that, they enjoy it. They have fun playing it. I'm sure I could
0: find a quote. That Where Dave
1: Grohl says playing this song no, that right. Dave yeah. says or that's his best song this ever is the best song I've <laughs> ever, ever written wrote. yeah exactly yeah. time
0: yeah.
2: stamp yeah. it during his press tour of that album mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> I actually found the quote that actually said that on this one too Yeah, See exactly it? every director whose movie comes out this is the best movie I've ever made this is the yeah. best this is the best iPhone ever yeah, exa- yeah
2: exactly till the next one so far yeah till my next one
1: <laughs> all right Jake what's your number eight okay Going to the one-by-one one album I went with All My Life. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Mine's a little higher. Yeah. You're, I, I you're can see that. Your number eight is All My Life. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, is it because, well,
1: because of what it's about? No. I mean, it's kind of funny what it's about. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a simple percussive riff that is the intro. I mean, it, everyone right. knows it's yeah. a great song. Great, great song. And it's a great setup. You know, it explodes into that heaviness. It's such a rocker song, and it was huge when it came out. I remember the video was on all the time, and it actually piqued my interest back into the band. Like I said, this was 02 was when, right? Um, I was like, oh, you okay. You graduated high school. Uh, <laughs> a little bit later than that, but but so what I did this was like the sixth that, grade. That, that yeah, exactly. When I looked at, I finally like looked at this album and the past ones, and then pulled my favorite songs and made that best of. So that kind of yeah, yeah makes yeah, a yeah. sense to kind of form what I was looking at for many years, just right. as if my greatest hits. Um but yeah, so it is a little bit low, and I argue with this one a bit. I was gonna put it up higher. Again, but first album, some other of, ones.
2: first album that I actually purchased the, of and theirs. Same, right? I, have,
1: so. I had like a sticker of this album too, and I put it on like my um, did your mom drawer have to buy you this one? <laughs> oh, I don't know if there was a parental thing. Yeah, this was an
0: uncomfortable song. This yeah, is mom. Mom had <laughs> to go buy it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it wasn't old enough. I mean, it's it's about oral sex on a woman.
0: It's oral sex on a woman. That's that's very classy way of saying that. But I didn't know
1: that. So I didn't
2: I actually didn't know that until about four
0: seconds ago. I love I love it, but I hate to taste over and over down on my knees.
1: Yeah.
2: So just so you guys know, I don't listen to lyrics. I have ADD, it's all melody well, for
1: me. So I do not listen to lyrics. So well that's and it's hidden too. Notice. So even if you did pay attention I mean i paid attention to lyrics for a lot of years. And then um, not till recently within the last year I kind of stumbled across it. I was like, wow. So then you listen to it and you now you have that in your head and it kind of well, I think tainted, th- thanks a lot now I have it in my I know. Well, stuck if I have to, then you uh, do maybe it, was... it
2: actually points to your guys' psyche more so <laughs> no, than was... anything else no
1: I read it yeah I right sure no, it, was okay, do, it, was do, it
0: was sure. Great. yeah I read it yeah, I okay. never knew this either and sure. as I went whatever. through it and I, I found out I was like oh my gosh really and I looked at the words I'm like how could I have not yeah. known well yeah, I wish I didn't know I did not
2: pay attention to the words but
0: that said you know who did you know where they did this song they I don't want on, to know was, now. No. They did it on Carpool Karaoke. Oh, and, good And Lord. to see James Carden singing about going down on a woman that loud and that he, <laughs> strongly he, he without having he any, any idea window. what he, he had was no talking idea was about. Going I was yeah. going to I was going to say, yeah, But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was just kind of funny in the sidebar yeah. that that actually happened. This won a Grammy for best rock uh, it's performance. A great
1: song. It is. I
0: mean, come on. Like I said, this piqued my
1: interest back into the band. I had kind of written them off. And I really didn't care about the band until this album. It caused me to kind of look back again, and there was some nostalgia (laughs) there, but there was also some good tunes that I kind of discovered albums that I didn't listen to all the way through. Then I did, and I was like, oh, this is a heavy tune that I never saw because the radio didn't put that in my face. I think this song is overplayed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It it dropped
2: down my list probably a little bit. I mean, it's higher than yours. I
1: mean, at the time, like I turn on MTV back when it played music, and that video was always on at that time. And that's where I was kind of like, oh, here it is again, but. um.
0: But for me this is the reason I bought the album in the first place. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's just that the great music. rock tune. You know, the well, the muted the thing. guitar it's grabs you in the <laughs> beginning, it just instantly. Yeah. <laughs> well mm.
2: in this year, if you were looking for a rock tune, yeah. This this was one of the four albums that you could buy, right? Mm. we have? This we had an Audio Slave probably album. Right. Yeah, who knows? Maybe an incubus, if you wanted to even go further out than it that. reload I mean, up, Yeah, exactly.
0: Like <laughs> re-reload. Yeah. St. Anger. Oh, Please. Uh, the the, the <laughs> snare sound
2: in that album is still driving me oh, nuts. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's mm. like, hitting a no,
0: we want to make it sound like it's in a garage. Yeah, yeah you did. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You why? did. It sounds like he's hitting a 55-gallon drum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, why do we always end up- Metallica?
1: Six degrees r- of Metallica. Ripping on
0: Lars in the middle of this for no well, reason. Lars deserves it. He does. He really does. All right. This is what number is this? Eight. Is yeah. this eight? Eight. Like I said, eight. Yeah, okay. It no, I got it. No, I get it. When I was no, in crunch it's, time. It's,
2: it's good. That's. I just. I dropped it down before I got here. So he was apologizing. Let, I, let I, him continue. They, <laughs> okay, keep going. Well, <laughs> he doesn't have to. We know he's wrong. He just. He, it, it goes without
0: saying. <laughs> all right. Let's listen to somebody's number eight, and everybody else is higher. All my life. <laughs> I, get it, I can't say that to me I before get first and one. Okay. That's all my life. Jake's number eight. Really good song. Eight-ish. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff, what's in number eight? My Hero. Oh, okay. Mm. Nice. How can I leave that off the list? Right. It's on my list. Yeah.
2: Yeah, mine too. Just a great song.
0: It's really, really, really close to where I have it? Is so, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. I,
2: I understand. So, yeah, it's straight up pop song. It's great. The video's great, him running through. But it's just, it's almost a typical Early Foo Fighters song. You play this song, it's like, I know what era Foo Fighters this sits in. You know, some of the other songs, you can tell it fits yeah. in later. But this is
0: almost the quintessential early Foo Fighters. Well, the Foo Fighters played this early on. There there was some question within some of the band members if this is going to be a longer term thing. Mm-hmm. Can Dave keep popping out these good songs? When they played My Hero and they saw the reaction and how good a song that was, yeah, that that kind of solidified the band, and kind of... Made them all like, okay, we're good. It's almost this song, this album
2: was, it's like, okay, now we're not Dave's band. It's now we're Foo Fighters. It's almost mm-hmm. kicked him into the, okay, we can sustain this over time. Yeah. If we don't break up, like if we don't hate each other, yeah, if there's something... which they were doing at this time, you know, people were going in and out, you know. Yeah. Few, it's really like France and
0: William. I think those
2: are the only two really, right?
0: Yeah, but they were. We were out they, but they were uh, you know Pat. But they were
2: those. They were those breakups that weren't easy. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, yeah, I don't yeah. like the way the drummer sounds on this album, so right. you're out, and I'm going to play on this album, <laughs> right? And Dave's like, I thought he would kind of tour this. Like, Dave, you, you know, you kind of slapped him in the face by oh, saying yeah. you weren't good enough to play in the album. I'm
0: going to play it. But but it's kind of funny. He did like 97 takes of this one song, and he had him there playing one song for two hours. Uh-oh. and working his butt off to go through all these things because Dave was like being picky with it's him. It's
1: a big, big shoes and big vision to fill when yeah. you Dave girl. That's why like to be Taylor. It's got to be a little unnerving at first, but now they've like solidified. They feel he, each other He actually other out, said you know? that when
2: he first, it's like it was unnerving yeah. coming in. But the 97 takes, knowing those type of, you know, type A personality who are perfectionists, I guarantee mm. you after take seven, he's like, yeah, this guy's in here for the long run. I guarantee you Dave was fed up
1: Already, you know, oh, yeah. Halfway yeah, through
2: that, so let him go, you know. And then Franz, the same thing, they were fine. And then when they started writing, there was, you know, but that was heads. the problem, right here, yeah, yeah.
0: for the song, yeah. Yeah, I, I just love the big drums and then the bass yeah. and then the riff and yep. then that wall of guitar that hits you. I love the vocal verse melody too, and the, the choral hook that he has, mm. it's just the ascending and descending lines underneath really make this the is chime. Dave's vocal that I like.
2: I'm yeah. not a big, yeah, Dave screamer fan, and you'll find that out. I think he does it because he can, but I don't know if he does it well. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so when he when he does his screams as a portion of a song, I really like yeah, it. Tasteful. The little. Tasteful. Little bits but when there. he, I remember when he was at the the Chris Cornell benefit at the forum, he was singing one of the songs. I forget which one it was, but he screamed the entire thing just because he couldn't uh, hit that register. Uh, it wasn't in his. It's a cop it, it, out. Dave. Yeah. Dave does Dave.
1: Well, in this box, he's like anything
2: outside of that. I mean, you know, but that's okay. It's not who he is. Yeah.
1: And he does it so good. That's perfect. Yeah. This, this song, Actually, a couple times was almost my number one right off the bat because I I don't know what about this song I was really really connected with, and it's not just the drums. I mean, that's a great drum intro, yeah, right, and yeah. that's like uh, very memorable. But it because it's a really simple song. The guitar gu- totally. guitar chords is just like very basic and just so catchy, which he always does. He writes great melodies. <clears throat> Absolutely, and especially can sing over those great melodies. So yep. it's just like to everyone's ear that just mm-hmm. it, it. But they're it so relatable. So I mean,
0: he doesn't have a lot, as you even heard in my intro. A lot of mm. those songs are like one word or two words or yeah. three words, so it's easy to kind of pull together into sentences and stuff. But but if you think about yeah. my hero, everybody has a hero. It's very simple. Everybody does. Right. It, it's
2: not you know. And, he's
0: trying to make it as simple as possible right. with flavor around
2: it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What do I say in songwriting? It's you know the one three five, but always throw in that seventh every now and then just mm. to give it a little yeah. bit of flavor Change right it, yeah a just bit. a little bit you know? add,
1: add the salt and the pepper and all yeah exactly
2: fingers. just that little bit
1: yeah like the, with this song i actually prefer the acoustic version it, much like i think everlong it just kind of shows when you strip it down the purity of that song no read. no
0: doubt it's a great tune so let's listen to jeff's number eight my hero <laughs>
2: Hey, that's my hero. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. You cut it right before the good part. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry.
0: I always going to do that. It's all right. It's We're just trying to do, do a breakdown that. piece. No, I get it. The oh, pay it's off. two minutes and 34 Yeah, the <laughs> song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have I'm to be home, by, so far. At, be home by three thirty in the morning. So I just we have to cut it at some point. I get
0: it. <laughs> oh, no. Jake actually has a timer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Countdown
0: all right so that was jeff that was your eight That was my number eight i'm up and my number seven is my hero mm. okay so there you go Been there so jake what's
1: your number seven my number seven is off of wasting light and i went with rope Oh, nice. Mm. It just missed my list, but it's nice. Oh, wow. Missed your list? Mine's higher. Yeah, yeah. I
0: really, really like the
1: song. It's a great it almost song. was higher. It's an interesting I, I, riff.
2: That's one of the ones I moved tonight on the
1: way over. Okay. Here. I'm like, yeah, I got to move that up. It stands out to me. It's it's one of those ones like, wow, it kind of shows the progression of how they've matured and just, I don't know, there's something really stand out to this song. And I think, particularly, the, the vocals with Taylor. And Dave singing together, right? It's almost kind of Alson Chainsy the way that they their vocals pair yeah. together well. And...
2: Mine was the interplay between the bass and the drums. Again, I said it earlier. This is a great sounding album. I love the bass and drums, the fat sounding guitars, especially after the second chorus. It's a great sounding song. I love the interplay yeah. between the two.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you can you can hear the caliber of the musicians that they've kind of grown yeah. into on this recording. I remember and, reading
2: um... something too where they said even on this song you can tell taylor was throwing in his tip of his cap to Neil pert mm. he did the rotatoms in part of it right yes. you don't see that a lot in, in modern rock yeah, so rarely.
0: i really like this song this is this is higher for me so
1: good oh, that's good i'm glad it almost was for me too yeah. all right this
0: is jake's number seven on the countdown off of wasting Light. <laughs> it's rope let's listen Ow. Okay, that's rope. Jake's number seven. So good. That's Man, I want to, to hear that after the second chorus. Mm. I know you kind of always want to hear the whole thing.
2: Just but doing like, that breakdown. I wish just it was, was a different world. between the bass and the drum is just amazing.
0: Cheers, everybody! I just hit you with my whiskey. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> okay. Uh What's your number seven? Me? Yep. The
1: Pretender. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you guys have it higher. It's on my list, list. Yeah. yeah. It
1: Um, got pushed out of mine, no.
2: Did it? Oh, did it? Great sound, great guitars in it. Sure. Um, Dave screaming in it, which isn't, again, that that (laughs) knocks it down for me. But
1: you got that
0: sort of Chuck Berry kind of groove in the bridge. There's no Chuck Berry songs on my list, if you (laughs) (laughs) notice.
2: In the bridge, yes, it does have that that little piece in it. But overall, I mean, now, again, it's number seven on my list. You guys may disagree when you hear my other songs, but... That's what it was
0: for me. I like the soft vocals and the arpeggiated clean lead guitar in the beginning. Yep. Mm. It's almost soothing. It's very well done. The drums tap in and it just kind of explodes like he always does with the heavy guitars and all such. They put this song together in one day while every other track on the album took several weeks. It's kind of interesting. And this won a Grammy for this song. Yeah. Best hard rock performance. Yeah. Now, The Pretender is, you know, obviously a staple in their show. Well, it's such a big song and it's great for arenas, right? I mean... Um,
1: you know, right, it fits it that. Looks great yeah. at Wembley, right? Yeah, especially when it's that soft intro, then it kicks in. And you just yeah, exactly. Killing it on the snare and yeah. Yep. And well, Wembley, every
0: that's just crazy. You, you see the video. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Unreal. I couldn't imagine. I you know I'd yeah. love to play for thirty thousand people sold sold out. You know more or less than you know what hundred and fifty thousand people or 200,000 or whatever, 300, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And you know they were having a ball. You could just tell by the look on their faces, right? Shit. You see the documentary on that? Mm. They were talking. He's like, I found out eight months before that I ha- was going to do the gig. And every morning I'd wake up and go, I'm going to do you
1: Yeah. Know, of right. course. And, and then sure. all of a sudden it was like there and it Bigger was the day. Christmas. And he's
0: like, it was just, he just loved life. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. I can you imagine the nerves? I mean, maybe... Not as much as them at that point in their career, but still just
0: well. That, that so, was that was where they brought out John Paul Jones mm-hmm. and Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page yeah. What's
2: funny is Dave jumped back on the drums and Taylor actually Taylor sang, sang yeah. what yeah. Ramble on, I think it was.
1: That actually was rock and roll. And then they switched again, I think. Yeah, and then they and went then, back. Yeah. And
0: then Taylor played drums on Ramble On. Yeah, and I Dave think that's sang. what it was. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, like Taylor has his own band on the side now, where he's the lead guy in the front. Coattail yep. Taylor. Right yeah, yep. he's he's actually doing a, a project right now
2: with Matt Cameron of Soundgarden. <laughs> Oh, it's like oh, nice! Disco funkadelic groove or something is the name of the band, oh, no. and they're yeah they're writing and they're both singing. They both they have really good voices. So yeah,
1: Matt Cameron's another guy who can play guitar and yeah exactly and sing. And yeah. sing.
2: So they're they're kind of both. doing wow, something. Okay. Like they, they met at the Cornell uh, Memorial. Oh, all right. Yeah. I found out. I
0: found out Taylor's nickname. Hmm. Okay. Beavis Depp. Depp. <laughs> yeah, because he looks like Beavis, but he acts like Johnny Depp. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's Beavis without the (laughs) scarves. Yeah, you you see with the hair and everything. It's kind of like. That's funny. (laughs) All right, let's listen to number seven, "The Pretender" from Echoes, "The Silence, Patience, and Grace." That's a pretender.
1: It's a good one. Yeah, good yeah. tune. Really close on mine. It's a good song.
0: N- number six. Let's go to
1: Jake. Here we go. <laughs> it's all stick around. We did it. Moving on. We made it. <laughs> yep. I said really well-written song really high for me. Number six.
2: Yep. It was high. I'll take
0: that. I'll stick around. Okay. What's <laughs> your number six? <laughs> My number six? Learn to fly. Okay. My number six is best of you. Really? Yep. I think that's high.
1: I hate best of
0: that's, really? That's, yeah. And that's on your list, right? Oh, yeah. It's high on my list. Yeah. Oh, okay. A vocal with clean guitars in the beginning. The chordal melodic solo. Repeating helps bring you in on this song. Uh, it's about reaching your potential. Everyone has secrets that they have in their head about themselves, but they rarely confront them. The video is really weird. They have a lot of yeah. flashback stuff. And yep. I just think it's a great... Uh, again, the meaning of songs
2: doesn't mean anything to me, so you can tell how shallow I am, but <laughs> it just sounds great. I love the structure of the songs. higher for me, for sure, <laughs> regardless of how overplayed it is and the Prince version of it during the Super Bowl. They're still trying to figure out, did he like the song or was it an... A- F U to them because they did Darling Nikki.
1: Mm, he wasn't happy he did, with them doing
2: Darling Nikki.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I didn't he, know He that. wasn't happy with that. Okay, that makes sense then. So,
2: Taylor, I remember Taylor saying, he, there's a quote he's saying, I, I'd love to know, this is before obviously Prince died, but he'd like, I'd love to know if he hated the song or if he liked the song. <laughs> like, was it just a, was it an F U to us that he played it at the Super Bowl? Or was it a hey? I really like this song and I'm going to play it. Huh. So,
0: yeah, it's like you can play that song wherever you want. I'm playing at the freaking Super Bowl. So yeah, exactly. So I'm yeah. going to play. It. But I mean, he played it in the middle of his song, which actually fit perfectly. I like this song. I like this song too. It's my number six. It's there my top half, and it's not even on Jake's list because no. Jake is, wants to put some like obscure song. I don't. Exactly. I don't know what it
1: is. It, it's just that opening, and then it gets worse from there. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it starts off bad and then gets worse. It's, I've, I don't know why I've just been turned off by the song, and That's I just cool. couldn't I couldn't tell you specifically what
0: Your opinion? All right, let's listen to "Best of You" by the Foos. Number six. I swear. I like the ending. So i Taylor's drumming at, the, at the end is amazing. It's good. It's enough for the song yeah. for me.
1: I was going to say, if, if we just look at that, then yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah if you take <laughs> the, that bat last The rest piece, of it, I get tired.
2: Just the energy coming from that. True. And that's the way he ended. It was perfect for that song.
1: I agree. No, I totally went. How many times did he say best in that song? A about. lot.
2: <laughs> I think there's a quote in there. Someone, one of the producers or somebody, record executive, was like, what's the song you say best of you a thousand times? <laughs> best of you. Yeah. I wasn't going to call it anything else. But I tell you what, it works it does. It well it it not again, really. it because I don't listen to lyrics. It fits mm-hmm. the melody, right? Yeah, yeah. It, and again, I'm mm. not a Dave Screamer guy, mm. but that fits the way it, it's yes. just, it's, yeah, yeah, it fits it. in that song well. Yes. So
0: emotive and it's just it's yeah. It fits in that song well. All right. That wasn't my number six. Best of you in your honor. So Jeff, number five, what yeah All
2: my
1: life.
0: All my life, good. Good good song? Yep, so, it's still on my list. Yep, it's still I haven't talked about it yet.
1: I could see that being a number. Have five. we done it yet? Oh, uh, yes, we have. Yeah, that's awful. it. was my number eight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Was fun. some Jake's like number ninety four or something? Yeah, exactly. Like that. He, he almost didn't make <laughs> his list. If only <laughs> I
1: had ninety four yeah. picks. Exactly. I know. <laughs>
0: oh, that that would be an awesome podcast. If you guys
1: want us to do a top ninety four, <laughs> top hundred. Why don't just go for hundred of them? Can you get we, someone
2: else to do that one? Yeah, no, I, like, I don't want to do a that. Job. I, uh, yeah, that, that's an eight. That would be hour, kind of crazy. I have a job and a life. that would be
0: like a three. It would be like a cricket match. Seriously, <laughs> we're, we're into the third test. It's day five. You got to wear
2: diapers that day. Yeah, know. we're in the third test. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. For um, those of
2: you who know cricket terms,
0: my number five <laughs> is not on any of your guys' list because you already told me it wasn't. Uh, it's off a of wasting life. Light. Wasting. <laughs> it's off a of wasted, wasting light. Was that oh a Freudian God. slip there? <laughs> that was a Freudian slip <laughs> because it's a waste of life if you guys didn't have this song on your uh, list. And you guys don't like Husker, do so it's kind of. Husker. Uh, what hoosker hoosker i'm sorry i forgot the umlaut
1: yeah
0: (laughs) hoosker do hoosker do (laughs) dear rosemary is i just absolutely love that song and this was one of these songs that jumped up my list the more like i listened to every album every song that's available on spotify and apple Mm -hmm. music yep and i went through it and i kept coming the only song i kept coming back to was dear rosemary I just loved it. Love the descending riff. It's, it's it's great. Transition in the verse is amazing. The repetition in the tune it actually works. Bob Mould, yep. his voice works so well with Dave Roll's voice, and the chorus with Chris having that descending line that lifts that chorus up so much, and it just tasses at the end, which is just so awesome. Yeah, and I love when they can just stop on a dime and <laughs> just kill it. Yeah, so, great song. Any other thoughts on Dear Rosemary, Jake? You have anything? No, it's number five, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's good. good. Yeah, no, I love the tune. So let's listen to Dear Rosemary, the true number five. Let's listen. You are, you are, you are. It's one of those songs, Jake. I think it's like when you're a drummer, you're listening to the songs like that drum's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a guitar player, this song just mm, okay. is really yeah I just love all the things that they're doing and the way they're intermingling and the descending runs and it's just the, yeah. and the licks and it's just done well it's not like but it's just like
1: so good connects
0: yeah and I, I know it. you guys aren't gonna hear it but then they do the bridge it's really great the trade-off between Dave and Bob it's just it's so good so anyway Dear Rosemary number five cool nice
1: so Jake, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is off of One by One, and it's uh, really one of my favorite songs. <clears throat> Could have been higher up, but this is Disenchanted Lullaby. Mm. It's one of the songs to me that doesn't it doesn't feel like a feature song really. <laughs> I think it showcases the band in a way that they don't often express. And I, no, good. It, to me, yeah, and again, like I said, when in 02, when I had that catalog, that's this is one of the, the tracks that stuck out to me and always mm. been one of my favorites. Sure, but, um, you, I love. Grolls angst in his voice in the chorus um, I think it's highly underrated song of theirs great arrangement to your point as it moves on it writing. almost
0: seems like an argument like rising in like yeah, uh,
1: right. uh, at the end, it's, like, yeah, uh, it's yeah. there's a lot of tension in it. Yeah, there yeah. is. From a songwriting point of view, I think it's really stand out. For
0: me, the guitar part, you know, the, the, a lot of looping going on. It, it, not really, but oh, yeah. it, you know what I mean. In the verse,
1: very static
0: and not a lot going on. That's not saying it's a bad song. It's mm. just it's saying that why it wouldn't jump live. Sure, it's just the structure well, yeah, of that yeah, song, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Seems to be pleading to keep a relationship yeah. going. It's it's good. Although this song has only ever been played live by them twenty two times, last played in two thousand seven. But Jake yeah. likes it. But Jake well, likes yeah. it, so it's still, so we gotta have them play it now. It's like, drop my hero and play Disenchanted Lullaby. <laughs> That'll go over big.
1: I got my hero. <laughs> All
0: right, let's listen to Disenchanted Lullaby. It's, it's a good song, though, off of one of my favorite albums by them one by one. I think the song really Mm -hmm. has, for most of the song, has an Alice in Chains feel. Yeah. It has a dissonant Alice in Chains kind of feel to it. Yeah. It's a layering of the vocals.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what makes it so rich and everything. But it it also follows that same, the quiet, loud formula that Nirvana did. Yeah. It uh, flows into also Foo Fighters where he does that Mm -hmm. sort of the the same dynamic, the songwriting formula that that works so well.
0: Yep. Okay. I'm up on my number four. My number four is The Pretender. Mm -hmm. Mm. There you go. Jake, what's your number four? <laughs> oh, me again. <laughs> yeah.
1: I went with um, Stacked Actors, another one that I really, really loved. Really? From back in the day. Uh, it's one of their heaviest, which again, is probably going to lean towards towards me a little more. That quiet loud formula that we just talked about. No, that's fine. Yeah. The bass lines are amazing in the verses if you're paying attention to this one. I love the heavy build and the chorus. This one from early on always stood out to me and it's still one of my favorites.
0: Mm. Yeah, this was definitely close to being on my list. It was just, it? it? It didn't make my list. Many believe this song is inspired by Courtney Love. But it's not. Since the lyrics appear to be about how bad Courtney was for Kirk. It
1: very much sounds like it could be. And stacked yeah.
0: actors, even though he would never say that that's what it was about. Right. I wouldn't doubt that and this she was song was about. To act
1: also. You know, she was in oh, some yeah. cigarettes. I don't know what it was. So was it 99 Cigarettes? Yeah, I think it was. Was she in, was in that,
2: for the Larry Flint movie too?
1: Oh, was she his girlfriend, you're right. right? Yeah. Uh, all these signs point to that it could be. But there you go. I've read that it. But wasn't
0: Hole taking off? Which time? Please. Please. Took off when she was married to Nirvana when her oh, yeah, was was alive. Yeah, yikes. But I, I don't mean to be harsh. Kind of do. But don't Some mean to be people harsh. deserve it. Yes, I know. All right, Stacked Actors really cool song. Mm-hmm. So let's take a
1: listen.
0: Jake that's a great song yeah Yeah, it's really good it, although it doesn't sound like the Foo Fighters
2: it doesn't it's <laughs> something completely different mm-hmm. is there a Melvin's vibe
1: to it I think the heavier parts yeah stuff, right, yeah 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 you yeah. know
0: yeah. yeah, I get that a little bit yeah
1: just that yeah the fuzz tone yeah, going the f- on, the, the, like, yeah the fuzz is probably yeah. stuck out thing. the
0: Melvin's meet like ramjet or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs>
1: the vibe there a little bit going on yeah that was your My number four, four. yeah
0: uh, so what's your number four Jeff rope rope, rope. rope. Mm. good job Thank you. Okay. So, number three goes to Jake. Oh, we did it. Learn to fly. Learn to fly. Okay. Times like these. Okay. Monkey Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was high. Yeah.
1: Right. That's Monkey high Ranch.
0: The oh, one thing we didn't talk about just briefly mm. is there's a video going around with this guy he pulls from the audience who says, I oh, can yeah. play guitar for Foo Fighters or something. And he's dressed like, like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, the face. I've strong. seen it. I haven't watched the video, but yeah, I have, you, s- you have to watch it because he crushes it. He'll, Does he really? He, it looks like he's a really good guitar player. <laughs> oh, that's fine. And he came up and he played Monkey Ranch with him and he's just running around the stage like he's been there forever okay. and it's just not like intimidated. He's just like running around. I think stuff. those are
2: plants half the time. To that's a wonder, because no, no, no. It's I wonder. It's a big gamble there well, to a a I, yeah. It's plants.
0: No, the ones you see are the ones that are really popular are the ones that work, but I've seen some that don't work. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't seen the ones that don't work either. That's what throws me off. Yeah, Guys, like, can you sing Queen? And they comes up and couldn't sing Queen.
1: <laughs> you know, so all that stuff. Who, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I want to be on stage, so I'm going to raise my yeah, hand. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. I look yeah. like Freddie Mercury. I sort suck, of. Hey, yeah, was exactly like I'm up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> my friends are going to get a picture. And someone has this on YouTube. Exactly. So yeah. This <laughs> yeah,
0: fails on there, too. But <laughs> yeah. usually, if you have the balls enough to do that, or you're drunk, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the drunk people and then there's the people who can pull it off. And the ones that are really popular, the ones that pull it off.
2: I have good enough seats to be in the first 10 rows. And I'm super drunk. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. There you
0: go. Your number... I guess I'm up for number two. Okay. You're in charge. All my life. Mm. Number two. Okay. Best of you. Okay. Oh,
1: wow. I did my hero because, like I said, it's uh... (laughs) a... It almost is <laughs> number one for me. This was like a rapid fire. Go. We, yeah, we know, we're going to be
0: done pretty quick here. Okay, I, I know what number and one I, is. And I know none of us had it yet.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I picked it for number one because I almost didn't, but this is a... Uh, and
0: and I think we're going to match three-way on number one. Of course. I mean, it can't go against the fan club, right? Exactly. I mean, I, That's I mean,
1: exactly the point. Exactly. exactly. And I, it's David
0: Letterman's me, favorite
2: song. Come yeah, on. They played 11 times on his show. And it was the last song yeah. on any David Letterman's
1: favorite song. Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite food song We haven't all. mentioned what that yeah. song is yet.
0: Yeah, by the way, the song's Ever Long off of the color oh, and oh, wait, shape. No,
1: that's not mine. Yeah. No, no it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mine was, mine obscure was some song. obscure
2: song off of... Uh,
1: His demo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I think because it is, it's obviously the, the biggest song they have. The acoustic version, to me, really it, resonates and stands out because more Because it's than so stripped down, yes. and you
2: can you get the emotion from it from just the stripped totally. down version. And the purity right? of it, yeah. Exactly. so good with the full band in it, mm-hmm. but it's also so good, just stripped down, mm-hmm. which is a you sign own, of a great song, right? both, yes. Yeah.
1: The Strip. video's funny, too, with the, Taylor as his wife in, in bed, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Again, their videos are great because yeah. they don't take themselves too yeah. seriously.
1: And
0: there's some whispering at the end of this song.
1: Yeah, he's like spoken word. It's, a, it's a combination
0: of three tracks. And one track is a r- love letter being read. The other is a technical manual. The third is a story about the father of one of the studio engineers.
1: But they only use that one, right? Yeah, but they say it o- over each other. So, it, it's, I thought they only ended up using that one about the father. They're all kind of... So, we're going to analyze
2: yeah. that so the, the love letter actually means something. <laughs> <laughs> the technical mat. Manual
0: means nothing. I, it, it's just, right? it, you know, you always kind of wonder when you hear the whispering well, like the, and stuff. It's like yeah. what, the end what of Crazy Train, you know,
2: for the next 20 uh, years. What's he saying at the end? Oh, well, we know what, the, what he's saying at the end. Yeah, we do now. We didn't know when it, you An know. An egg. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know when it was, you know, yeah. when I was, well, Jake was one
0: <laughs> and I was 28 I know, when that I know. song came out. That's true. Yeah. I mean, this is like the moment in his life where it's like all of a sudden he's actually homeless because he's, mm-hmm. he got the divorce, his wife locked him out of all of his bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> William Goldsmith and Smear obviously yeah. are about to quit. And, you know, he's he wrote this song in about forty five minutes. Really? This is him in like his lowest writing this and it's just the vocal delivery obviously is great. Once again, dynamic shifts and aggressive ascents make this song really for me. And yeah, it's just a great tune. It is. It's you it, can't you can't go. Which is why it. it's our number one, for us to match three-way on the number one is—it's rare for Jake and I to match it on a number one. Three of us to do number one. Yeah, yeah. you As know a- when we put it in the computer at the end, what number one's gonna be? Yeah, this one mm. just sticks out, right? Mm. With Foo Fighters, it's almost like you can't go against it. Yeah. Or if I went to a concert, and what's the one song that they had to play? That's yeah, right. If, if they didn't play that, people would have asked for their money back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause right. Because that's the one song that like, even yeah. somebody who's partially a fan who knows yes. one song by the Foo Fighters, it's Everlong. Right. That's song you the song they know. But
2: look at the list, or at least my list because Jake fills all the all the seasides. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's 12 hits on this song for the most part, right? Everybody's heard at least one of these songs, at least you've heard all these songs on the radio at yes. least once. Right, right. right. right? So just for that to stand out like it
0: does is is kind of a testament to them no mm. doubt or to the song anyway okay well this has been fun it's been great i can't believe we're, we're done it was like we it was like it yet it was taking a while oh yeah right. we gotta we play. We're we're gonna play, it. Gonna play it we gotta play it what song yeah, what song what's number one again i don't remember okay let's <laughs> listen to everlong <laughs> all right so uh that was ever long sorry i was trying to start getting ahead of putting it into the computer see jumping ahead of us <laughs> and uh yeah no it's, it's good i figured we'd let it play a little bit it's i mean it's great. it's our number one anyway yeah, it's so. a great song so, so all right so this is this is awesome we finished up and uh it was fun it
2: was, thank you it, it for letting me sit in I mean you guys are the regulars I'm just the no but it's great I just come in every
1: now it, it was, and then it was so. perfect Were you here I early. like this three person uh, dynamic here that yeah. Is yeah. So, it
2: doesn't have a, as much heavy lifting on everybody except yeah. for Rob actually it's yeah. It's lighter for you and I, I
1: guess. Yeah. <laughs> with our already light load. Yeah, exactly. Already light load. You just sit here and talk until <laughs> someone points at me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Say nonsensical things and go from there. I
0: almost forgot the most important thing. The thing I was trying to do while to put we were waiting. The numbers
1: in the yeah. the songs in the machine. We need, to the
0: we need to put the numbers in the machine. Let's wait and put in the computer. We'll be right back in a couple seconds. We need the actual dirty dozen. Here we go. Welcome back. We have our hop. Official Dirty Dozen. Here we go. Number 12, Dear Rosemary. Number 11, Stacked Actors. Number 10, I'll Stick Around. Number 9, The Pretender. Number 8, Rope. Number 7, Times Like These. Number 6, Monkey Wrench. Number 5, Best of You. Number four, Learn to Fly. Number three, My Hero. Number two, All My Life. And number one. Drumroll. Everlong, of course. (laughs) Everybody knew that was there. Not Disenchanted Lullaby. I know people were hoping for that, but actually that just made, that was 13, by the way. Oh, I was going to... It just hmm. missed it by a couple points. All
1: right.
0: So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jake for thank being you. here and thank this, you and very this, much thanks this, for having me this threesome was fun <laughs> i'm just i'm just sitting in so well hang on it was all right,
2: yeah. all, was right. all right i've better
0: uh, <laughs> i'm impressed actually <laughs> thank I you very about much about it. appreciate it all right god bless i'll see thanks, you guys, guys. appreciate and it bye thank bye. you bye